0: Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rina Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me, who's just trying to manage just about everything, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friend. Welcome into our episode today. And I am so excited about today's episode because today's episode, we're gonna take a topic that you probably never thought about. And I hope I'm gonna have you think about it in a totally different way. Maybe a very sensitive way, shall we say. Essentially in today's episode, we're gonna be raising awareness about something. It's something that's very, very important to me But many people don't even realize that they're doing it. So let's talk about this, okay? Because today we're going to be talking about memes. Memes. (laughs) An episode on memes. But memes that describe moms in funny ways, okay? Like the mom who drinks too much. You see a million memes about that. And how about this one? The mom who wears ripped yoga pants every day, no matter what's happening for that day, she is wearing these old yoga pants. And of course, (laughs) you've heard this one like 3 million times, the caffeine memes. And I mean, you can't even go on social media without seeing one of these. And I personally, I am so tired of these caffeine memes. But these memes that show that moms need a lot of caffeine, you know, they cannot function without caffeine. And I'm going to be a little vague in the introduction because I don't want to say too much and give away too much without the full context. So just know that in today's episode, we're talking about memes. Are you in? You ready for it? Welcome in again to our episode, the episode on memes. And I have to tell you, I came up with the idea for this episode just before bed one night, and I hate it when that happens because I couldn't fall asleep because I started this rant in my head. <laughs> you know how that is? You just can't stop thinking because this topic is so raw for me and I'm so passionate about it. So I was getting all wrought up and I was thinking about what I wanted to tell you. And most people don't think about things this way. So, in this episode, we're really going to be raising awareness. And I have to warn you that at first, what I'm saying may sound so out there, you may try to reject it. You may say, This is nuts, (laughs) but just give me a chance. Go into this episode with an open mind and ready to learn something new. But as I'm saying this, I'm actually guessing that you've thought this way also, that when you see these memes, you think the same way. I'm curious. So let me know, is this new to you or is this something that also makes you crazy like it makes me? Now, a few episodes ago, we talked about resentment and that may be something you feel often In our Facebook community, whenever the topic of resentment comes up, I mean, it just blows up. Like it blows up Facebook. This is something that we all care about. And, you know, we talked about it makes sense that you feel resentment because you do so much, perhaps more than other people who wouldn't feel resentment when you have more to do than you have time to do it. Like it just makes sense. And it's so funny, because I had recorded the episodes on resentment, and I put them in my software, they were ready to go live. And before they could go live, somebody in Facebook in our community posted about how resentful she felt. And let me tell you, like I was saying, Facebook blew up. People cannot respond fast enough. Within three hours, I think she had at least 50 responses on her comments. It just kept going. It was so funny how fast it went. And it's because this is so common for us. Many of us feel resentful. And it's because even though we've been in the workforce for decades, I believe that our society is still set up for us to be a stay-at-home mom. I believe it. I believe it from the bottom of my heart because, for example, what are you supposed to do when your three-year-old is suddenly home for the week because he or she has asymptomatic COVID? You have to get things done at work. They're expecting things to be done. Maybe they're even expecting you to physically be there and your three-year-old can't leave the house. What are you supposed to do? If you're lucky, maybe you have a partner who can help you. But what else can you do if you don't have a partner or if your partner can't do it? You have to work. In many jobs, you can't easily take off. So here's what you do. You do what you always do, my friend. I know you. You make it work you find a way. You come up with some creative solution to get both your work done and take care of your very active three-year-old. But what happens? What happens when you do this? When work is demanding things from you, when your family is demanding things on you, there's no easy solution, but you somehow make it work and you do this all day, every day. And what happens is it takes a toll on you. You know, maybe by two o'clock in the afternoon, you're just done. You're ready for a nap. You've used up all the patience that God has given you. And that's it. You know, all that patience that was supposed to last a month. You've used it up by, let's say, two o'clock. And you keep doing your best. And what does your best look like? Let's talk about that. Maybe. To do your best on that stressful day, maybe you drink an extra cup of coffee to get you through, to give you that energy you need, maybe to keep your toddler from interrupting your meeting while he's home with COVID and you have to meet. Maybe you have him work on a very special clay project. I don't know, I'm making this up. And that clay is now all over the family room carpet and you have to clean it up you know? Maybe this happens every day. Maybe you need an extra shot of caffeine every day to help you get through this. Or maybe, maybe you cope by having a drink. Maybe in the evenings you have a beer or a glass of wine. Of course, glass of wine is mostly where the jokes come in. But who knows, whatever you're drinking, whatever alcoholic beverage Maybe you do this after your kid goes to bed because you've had a hard day and you feel like you need that alcohol to calm you down, to settle your nerves or whatever it is that the alcohol does for you. You're doing it because you had a very, very stressful day. Or maybe, and I know there's also a ton of jokes about this. Maybe you go in your pantry and you cry while you're eating a bag of chips. You know, all these things that I'm talking about, they are coping mechanisms. They're coping mechanisms. You know, you do them because life is hard. Life is very, very hard for all moms and for working moms. I hear myself getting emotional now because I can feel the pain in the mother while I'm giving these examples because these are what moms really, really do. That's what they do when they can't cope. When they're tired, they drink that caffeine. And then they keep doing it. So what happens? They need more and more and more caffeine. Till, you know, that can start affecting their health. Is that funny? I personally, I don't think so. And listening, you may not do these examples, but you may have coping mechanisms that are not healthy. For example, here's another common one. Maybe you yell at your kids or your husband because you're so stressed out. You are just a bottle of stress and you just need to let it out. But chances are, if you weren't so stressed out, you would not have yelled at them. You know, maybe if you'd had an easier day, you wouldn't have let it out on them. You would have been able to stay calm and just held it in. Maybe you wouldn't have cared that your toddler got Play-Doh all over the carpet. Whatever it is. But here's what I want to tell you. Do you know, my friend, how society keeps us stuck like we talked about? How we keep feeling resentment and bitterness like we talked about on those episodes? And one of the ways society keeps us stuck, keeps us from progressing, and keeps us from being these beautiful, confident, healthy moms that we want to be, one of the ways they do this is by making fun of these coping strategies that we use when we're not at our best. That is a way that society uses to teach us what's normal, how a mom should act, what's funny, what we should be doing. And like I told you when I first started this episode, please keep an open mind. Okay, keep an open mind. Because I want to tell you that one of the most powerful teachers is humor. And I should probably use that more on this podcast Because I think it's one of the most powerful and effective teachers after shame. (laughs) Shame is also pretty powerful. So if I shame you into being a mom a certain way, you'll do that too. But obviously, obviously, we don't do that on this podcast. But laughter, when we all collectively joke about something, that teaches us, that teaches us as a society, This is funny. This is normal. This is what moms do. But it's also how we really, really stay stuck. You know, I describe that poor mom who's just having such a rough time and she's feeling so off and she has a drink to calm her nerves. And then somebody posts a meme about this. And it's funny. I mean, I have to admit I've laughed in the past about these things before I kind of realized what I was doing. But what happens is when you laugh and you see it, it shows you in your mind that this coping mechanism, it's totally normal. It's what we all do. So maybe the next day you think, okay, I'll have a drink. I'll have another drink. And it really does help you in that moment. And then before you know it, you may be on a slippery slope. Maybe you can't get through an evening without drinking. And I always leave it in when I get emotional because I literally know people who have gone through this. So is a meme where a mom needs to drink every night? Is that funny? No, it is not funny. But when we see them almost every day, almost every time you're in Facebook, We see them and we think this is what moms do. This is normal, but it's not good. This is not what moms should be doing to cope. This is the exception. This is not what we should be doing. Instead, we need to create an environment where working moms are supported where they don't have to drink at night. That should be our work. Our work is not to perpetuate what's going on with these poor moms who can't cope because our society is not set up to support them. That's what we're doing and we don't even realize we're doing it, okay? We don't even realize. And let me give you a case example because I have a beautiful client who fell victim to this and we're gonna call her Rachel to protect her anonymity. And she did give me permission to share her story. And before I started working with her, Rachel would have a glass of wine every night, every night. And this was going on a long time, I'm guessing for years. And she didn't tell me. She was embarrassed. I didn't know about this. But what we did was what we always do in coaching and we worked on making her life more joyous, more balanced, easier. You know, we created systems, you know, stuff that we do here. And after a few months of working together, it was so interesting because she sent me an email and she told me that within a few weeks of working with me, she stopped drinking cold turkey. Cold turkey. And I was confused because. I had no idea she even had this problem. But she told me that through her work with me, she no longer needed that pick-me-up. You know, whatever it was that drinking was helping her with in the evenings, she just didn't need it anymore. She was doing so awesome with just being happy in her life and not feeling overwhelmed that she did not need whatever it was that the alcohol was doing for her. And of course, this had a trickle-down effect because by not drinking, she was also changing her whole life for the better. She felt better physically. She felt proud of herself that she no longer needed the alcohol. And she also felt amazing because essentially, she was creating a life that didn't need alcohol. Didn't need it. She could have it if she wanted it, but she didn't need it. So let's go back to the memes because here's the danger I see in them. Because what's happening is society is using these memes because without realizing it, and I may have posted some of them too, I could be guilty, but they're keeping us from fixing the actual core problem. See, what Rachel did was she fixed the core problems. She fixed the things that were essentially making her feel like she needed to drink. And the purpose of this episode is not to make you feel badly. So if you've ever posted a meme, you know, I have also. I just want to raise awareness that these memes normalize unhealthy behavior. They normalize things that us poor moms are using to cope because we feel totally imbalanced. We feel out of balance. And these things that we use to cope, they're often keeping us more stuck. They're keeping us from digging deeper, from finding the real problem. And of course, I don't mean that you shouldn't have a sense of humor. Because a sense of humor is probably the best thing to get you through that day when the Play-Doh is all over the carpet and you're calling into a meeting with your three-year-old in the background. Like, nothing is going to get you through that day more than a sense of humor. So yes, please use humor to create a wonderful, joyous life. But I just ask that you not use it to normalize and justify unhealthy habits. You see what harm they could do? It makes moms think that it's okay to drink every night, not because they want to, but because they need to. You see the difference? You see it? Maybe it makes them feel like it's okay to spend money on expensive coffees from expensive places. I won't mention any names because all moms need it. It's just one of the things that moms need. I see that a lot. I see moms buying drinks. I don't know if they can afford them. You know, those fancy espressos, whatever it is, because it's considered the norm. It's considered what all moms do. (laughs) I'm laughing as I say it. I don't. You may not, but you know you see a thousand jokes about it. So I'm not even talking about the caffeine. Look at just the money, the money that's spent on these drinks. It could be a lot. And here's another example that I see all the time. I see this everywhere. And that is that it's normal for moms to dress, you know, in whatever, in stained clothes, clothes that don't make them feel great about themselves because that's what moms do. You know, I teach that it's as easy to grab something nice for my closet as it is to grab something that doesn't look good on me. It's the same work. I may as well just jump on something that looks nice. But that is not what the memes show. The memes show the moms, you know, dressed in the yoga pants. You know, that doesn't help you. That doesn't make you have a better day when you're already feeling bad And you use this coping mechanism of wearing dowdy pants and it just makes you feel worse, right? And here's another example. And this one was mentioned in our Facebook community and moms were so upset by this. And this is the memes where moms are yelling at their kids because again, that's considered funny. That's what moms do. And the moms were upset in the Facebook community Because they don't think this should be normal. They don't think that moms should make fun of this. They don't think there should be memes about this. And I agree. Because again, if you become a yelling machine, it's because you're stressed out and you're releasing it by yelling. That is not something to laugh about. That is something that you need support and love and maybe a lot of sleep, right? You don't need to see a meme making it sound like this is normal. And I could go on and on because there are so many memes that make fun of us. That's what they are. There are memes that make fun of us as moms. Moms, we're just trying to cope. We're just trying to cope in a society that I feel really doesn't support us. And what do we do? We make fun of it. That is not going to help us do better. That is not going to help us get to the core issue and fix the real problem like Rachel did. You see, I love using her as an example because she did the work. She is improving her life so she doesn't need these coping mechanisms. And that's what I want for you. I want you to create a life Where sometimes, sure, you know, it's never going to be perfect. And sometimes you will do a coping mechanism, but it won't be the norm. And it's not funny. It's not funny. So what I'm trying to show you is look at the real message behind the meme. Will a mom find it supportive? Will a mom look at it and feel uplifted and feel ready to make changes in her life? to just be more balanced and have things flow better? Or or is there a hidden message to the meme that'll instead encourage her to continue doing things that'll make her feel badly about herself in the long run? Will it build her up or will it tear her down? Because our job, our job, every single person listening to this podcast, whether you're a mom, Whether you're a dad, whether you're single, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Our job is to pick each other up. It is not to normalize and therefore encourage things that other moms do out of desperation and pain. We need to feel empathy towards moms and set an example of healthy ways of dealing with stress and overwhelm. That's what we need to do. We need to show them the ways that actually work in the long run, the ways that won't fill them with regret the next morning or feeling shaky from drinking too much caffeine. Think about how our world would change if instead of making a joke about the poor mom who has to work while her kid has COVID, what if instead you make her a meal and help her in a real way? Or what if you send her a new toy so her kid has something to do while she attends these meetings? Now that is what I call supportive. That would build us moms up. That would be empowering, wouldn't it be? What do you think? This was a heavier episode than I thought it would be. You know, it's something that I feel so passionate about And it's something that we don't even notice in our society. Like I told you, I'm guilty of this. I know I've posted memes, not realizing that doing this is actually harming other moms. But one day I realized this is not funny. This is not funny. And our job is to lift up other moms, not to tear them down. And I realized what I was doing. And they say, when you know better, then do better. So I ask that you continue to support other moms. Be there for them. You know, teach them things that work for you. Healthy things that work for you. That help you be more balanced. That help you be happier. That help you have a more joyous life. Things that make being a working mom just a beautiful thing. So thank you again for listening. I appreciate you being here on this ride with me because it really is a ride, isn't it? Sometimes it's a bumpy ride, (laughs) you know, and we hit all these potholes and we just kind of do our best. We do our best. So again, thank you for being here. I appreciate you listening and I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.